0: Hey guys, Chris here with my lovely wife, Justine. Hello. And we are kind of getting back in the rhythm of things after a pretty long weekend. We went to uh, the Family Teams weekend, which is a workshop in Cincinnati. And we'll talk here in just a minute about what Family Teams is kind of all about. Um, But first, I want to vent about our experience with United Airlines. Hashtag only use Alaska. Um, Yeah, so we were supposed to get there at 3 p.m. on Friday afternoon, and we ended up landing at 12.30 a.m. on Saturday morning after... A detour and three delays with United. And so we had a long day of travel. <laughs> yeah. We were there all day Saturday and then left at like one thirty in the morning Pacific time from Cincinnati to fly home on Sunday. And so we're a little tired. It was our...
1: pretty crazy. Yeah. It, kind yeah. of surreal like when that whole day was happening on Friday. Like really? Cause I feel like it was already hard enough, like leaving the boys and Solomon had gotten injured a couple days before and
0: yeah, he planted his it, head oh into gosh. a doorway and got seven stitches on his forehead. So yeah. it was like,
1: it was, uh, so that just made it harder to leave. And then we're having like all these issues getting there, but it ended up being so worth it getting there. Um, and so I'm glad that we stuck it out and didn't just. Uh, throw in the towel and decide to turn around and go back home.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Once you're rerouted to Chicago and you've already had your second flight and you're on your third, it's like, you might as well go. <laughs> but, yeah, so it was actually. So we, like, lived being... at the
1: airport on Friday. Yeah. Because we left here at 6.30 a.m. Well, I guess a little bit later than that because it was delayed. Well, we were supposed to leave at six thirty, but anyways, it was just a long day. We lived yeah, You at guys the are not going to believe this,
0: though. <laughs> oh god! Like the thing, the reason it was delayed—the first flight, the first flight. Yeah, the the flight that screwed our whole trip. Um, <laughs> the reason it was delayed is because I don't even know what they're called, but the little it's tow like the vehicle, toe, yeah, that pulls the plane called. out from the um, like gate, the gate out to the taxiway so it can go onto the runway. That thing was stuck to the stinking plane, like (laughs) the pin that holds it in. They couldn't get it out. So they spent like 45 minutes trying to get it out on like the taxiway. And then they're like, yeah, we're probably going to have maintenance come out. 30 minutes goes by and they're like, yeah, we couldn't get it. So I think we're going to call maintenance now. And we're (laughs) like, are you freaking serious right now? (laughs) So fly Alaska. Um,
1: (laughs) we, yeah, we survived United. Yeah. Anyways.
0: If you guys follow me on Instagram, I have to publicly apologize (laughs) for probably in somewhat inappropriate joke that I really still find quite funny. And (laughs) I basically told United that I probably would have had a better experience had I been drug off the plane than the three delays that I had. So did
1: people say stuff about that? Yeah. Right.
0: People were laughing. Oh, yeah, people okay. Loved it.
1: Okay. But I, I still figured. I not know if you got like bad, like backlash from someone on. No,
0: it. no, no, no. My public apology is just an excuse to say it again. Cause I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my gosh.
0: Okay. Oh, anyways, family teams. <laughs> so family teams, um, is really just a deep dive and a look at how we equip families to um, build a multi-generational family team on mission. It's it's really a, a close look at what is called the classical family, which is a synonym for the biblical family. Although there was classical families in a lot of cultures outside of Jewish culture, it really takes us back to understand what family is supposed to be like, how God designed it, and um, what scripture says about it, and the stories that we get to read all through scripture, both Old Testament and New Testament, about the impact that family has on the kingdom of God. And so that's what we got to go do. And this is a practical workshop really designed to help people like us who have been kind of in this process and in the trenches, if you will, trying to do this with our family uh, to go a little bit deeper and to really get some like hands-on coaching and experience with people that have been doing this for um, years and sometimes decades. So it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. And this whole like concept kind of, um, I feel like rocked our world when we first heard about it. I think that was like almost a year ago now.
0: A little over. Yeah.
1: That we heard about it. Um, And yeah, so ever since we've been trying to kind of implement some of the like ideas and just be more intentional with our family, how we go about. Um, engaging with family, raising our kids, all of those things. And one thing that's really cool that I um, was thinking about the other day is last year, because every year towards the end of the year, we start praying and thinking about like what kind of God wants the theme for our next year to be and kind of try to settle on a word or maybe a couple words that we feel like God is directing our family In that year. So we can kind of focus on that and we don't do a ton as far as like goal setting and stuff, but just try to set our sights on one, um, I guess, specific thought for the year and um, kind of how that plays out. So um, last year around this time, we were praying and thinking about it and intentional was the word that came to mind for 2019. And that in this 2019 year, this whole concept of family teams being more intentional with our family has totally, um, rocked our world and not like nothing we could have ever anticipated or expected, but totally something that God knew would be coming into our family's life, into our lives. And so it was just cool to like, look back on that the other day of, um, how our year of 2019 has, been become such a year of intentionality through a lot of the things that we're learning in this family teams arena. And so the workshop was kind of like a two day, I guess, or one and a half day kind of.
0: Yeah, one day and a night.
1: Yeah. Um, just the like night which we missed because intense. of United Airlines. <laughs> uh, I'm not bitter at all, oh though. My God. So. <laughs> Just a deep dive into all of it. Um, So, yeah, it was cool. And it was cool to be around, like, other families or couples that are trying to implement a lot of these practices into their home, too. And um, just get to talk through things, get ideas from people, just know that there's other people out there that are trying to build a family with intentionality.
0: Yeah. It was cool to see people from all walks of life. I mean... There was <clears throat> everyday people like us from just about every state that you can think of. Um, yeah, I think there was one couple
1: from Alaska. farthest yeah, there was like a couple the all the way from Alaska.
0: Uh, Jeff and Alyssa Bethke um, are some of the leaders at Family Teams, and they're from Maui. So I think they'd take the win for the longest trip, but they had to be <laughs> there. So um, <laughs> they couldn't get away with not coming. Um, yeah, but it was really cool, you know, and, and there was all walks of life, right? Like your everyday folks like us trying to figure out, um, you know, just being faithful in our community and, um, how we go about discipleship and, um, building the church and, um, growing our family. And then, you know, you've got pastors of mega churches and you've got, Um, you know, some leaders who have been in the family space for a long time, like with some of the top family podcasts in the world that are there just kind of exploring and going deeper and kind of refining. So it's just a lot of fun to kind of see the, the group of people that are um, kind of going down this journey uh, alongside us and alongside the leaders at the organization. Um but, yeah, I mean, did you have um did you have a favorite thing or a favorite takeaway or lesson learned from the weekend?
1: I feel like there were so many little nuggets, and I feel like I'm still processing through all of it and um, trying to recall different moments or different things that people said that really stuck out to me, but I think one of the biggest things was just, um, not really anything that was said or talked about, but just seeing, uh, the way that the leaders of this organization have lived their lives in such a manner that they have the most amazing community around them. They have the most amazing children, um, that were all there helping put this on together, uh, And it was just really incredible to see the faithfulness of serving your family and serving your community, and how, um, over years and years of faithfully doing that, you can then impact 500 people in a weekend because of this community that you've built, the relationships that you've built within your family, creating that team like environment, um, and as well as like in their community and their neighborhoods too. I just thought that was like. Really, really amazing Mm -hmm. and encouraging. Um, Well, the
0: nature of that too is that the entire focus of what we're all after is multi generational legacy and impact, and that's kind of the forefront of all of our minds. And so, their faithfulness over the last you know decade or two has resulted not only in impacting five hundred, but probably five hundred and you know like. all of their generations to come. So
1: totally, it's
0: really cool. Yeah, You know, some of you guys have heard us talk about like that example of looking at, uh, like Jonathan Edward, who's a famous theologian and like the hundreds of people that came out of his family line from his faithful, um, fathering and the way that he approached his family and his home and his household. Um, you know, and we're talking like, Uh, presidents and uh, deans of schools and uh, lawyers and and not that these like, you know, occupations are like what is noble, but um, the pastoral leadership and the impact that he had for generations was huge. And so same focus for us. And we're hoping that 500 people is several, several thousand, if not tens of thousands Yeah. Um,
1: Well, and they said, I think the last night, maybe just looking around the room and thinking about, um, all the communities that are kind of represented there. And as people like go back to their homes and back to their communities, just the impact that that can make there too. And so, um, I don't know. It was just really, really cool. Yeah. Did you have a takeaway? I had lots. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chris I'm, is more of the um I more like internalize things or like have to process quietly, journaling just in my head. And he's very much like
0: what's a journal? Verbal
1: processor. <laughs> so uh that becomes interesting at times like this because I just need time to like sit and process and he just like wants to spew everything and talk about everything, hash everything out figure out what's going, what's happening next. And (laughs) okay. How are we going to move forward with this, this, and this?
0: (laughs) I mean, if you want to get stuff done, that's the way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, you know, there was a ton. I, I think one of the biggest things that stands out to me is just the faithful approach by, um, April Pryor, who is the wife of Jeremy Um, they are kind of the originators of this entire um, project and the faithful ones that Justine was just talking about. And and she was so incredible about the way that she encouraged mothers and the way that she gave them permission um, to uh, operate the way they need to in different seasons of motherhood and different seasons of family life. And, um, I think she was just so graceful in the way that she gave freedom and permission to women, and I think in the society that we live in, that's a pretty big challenge and a pretty big weight that moms feel. And uh, so I was really encouraged by that, and I know that um, that impacted you um, mm-hmm. quite a bit. And
1: I don't. I think like every mom in the room was probably crying when she she read this. I don't even know what to call it, but just like this encouragement to moms about like what life is like as a mom with little kids and as they grow and, um, just like the sacrifice that is made for these little ones. Uh,
0: it was almost like a biographical explanation of her experiences from like a, like a third party point of view. It's almost like,
1: it was really beautifully done. She was done. Like
0: speaking it into other women. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And they, so they have a, um, 20 year old down to how their youngest?
0: Mm, 11, I believe. Nine or and 11. And
1: they have five like kids. So she's been through it. <laughs> and so that. Yeah,
0: she had 12 years of diapers, y'all. That uh, was yeah. like. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of diapers.
1: So talk about like the perfect person to encourage other mamas as they're kind of in the midst of babyhood, raising kids, all of the stuff that comes along with it. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I want to, I think you recorded it, didn't you? I did. Or tried to. So I, I want to like listen back and try to type it up so that I can just have it to read and reread and. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really encouraging.
0: Yeah, she was great. And, you know, we got to experience a lot of stuff. I think one of the things that really jumped out is like we we're always kind of trying to refine and and iterate like what our weeks look like. And we're really trying to live out a seven-day week. Um, What does that mean? Yeah, so God created the week. And most of us know this um, from Genesis. And we see that he worked six days and he rested the seventh. And what's most interesting, I think that um, probably doesn't get talked a lot about is created man on day six and then rested on day seven. So man's first day of existence was actually a day of rest and a day of abiding and relying on God. And um, so I think uh, Sabbath um, is not commanded of us any longer. I don't think we're um, under a mandate for that. But I think Jesus tells us that Sabbath is for man. Man is not for Sabbath. So it's designed to bless us and to repair our souls and to help us. And Sabbath is only one of many different things involved in kind of understanding a weekly seven day rhythm and to not like let yourself burn out and to shape your family around these little rituals and rhythms that kind of shape us and create us into what we are aiming to become. But as we were thinking about that, one of the things that one of the guys said was, um, uh, let me pull it up here. He, he said, you either, uh, tie your rhythms And like the way you shape your week and plan your week, you tie your rhythms to goals or to values depending on the type of person you are. And so what that means is kind of like when you think about your uh, inclinations, are you a typically a very goal oriented person who's always working towards like the next thing or are you somebody that um, is more likely to kind of be inclined towards apathy or um passivity i guess is a better word um and so if you are of the more passive or apathetic type you're not super driven then you probably should be tying your weekly rhythms to your goals so working into your ideal week um the things that are moving you towards what goals you have but if you're someone who tends to not rest well or tends to be uh overworked burnout or always striving or things like that, then maybe your week needs to be um, built around your values. Do you value family? Do you value quality time with your wife? Do you value health? Do you value rest? Do you value um, your marriage? Do you value um, training your kids? Do you value your church community and the, the people that you love in the kingdom of God? And so, If you value those things, but those tend to fall to the wayside because of your drivenness, then you can kind of shape your week around that. And I know that's not earth shattering, but as you're thinking about building out this week, like just like gives us a chance to kind of evaluate ourselves and just say, okay, for me, these are the things I need. And Justine's a little different. She's like, Okay, these these are the things I need. So for our family, how do we marry these and merge these together? to create something really beautiful for our family that gives us both health in our souls as we rest, but allows us to actually execute towards and work on the things that are really important for us to grow in.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I didn't say it. So, yep, it's really good. Um, Yeah. We've also got this really cool calendar um, that we use for our family and Just thinking about how you color code things and include the kids and involve them in the planning process. Um, Giving the kids their own color so that they can kind of take ownership over uh, being a part of planning the week and crafting the week. Um, Yeah, Yeah,
1: just everything around like, what does it look like if we are going to do family as a team rather than just like each individual kind of doing their own thing? And we come together maybe for dinner every so often or something. Um, but yeah, living out intentionally every day as as a team mentality, I guess.
0: Yeah, and part of the reason that we do a Sabbath and we do a Shabbat dinner. Um and, you know, keep in mind we're we're, we're still figuring this stuff out. This is like we were not it's raised
1: big process. Jewish. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, you know, these are originally Jewish traditions, um, but they're given to them by God. And although they're not mandated, they're so healthy and they're things that fathers can have in their toolkit to really train and equip their kids and to like build an incredible culture in the home. Um, And so we opt to use them. We don't have to use them you know, being used to shape the culture in the home, to build multi-generational legacy, to train and equip our kids, to, um, honor God, to rest, to enjoy, and to, to really shape things, then that's going to be better than sitting at the table together as a family every single day and just being present and then going back to doing all of our own individual things. And so, um, you know, as Justine's talking about, like, Uh, thinking about doing things as a team I think that that as you start thinking about these little nuances they can be really helpful Um, and so we don't do Shabbat dinner because we're required to we do it because we really want to help that transform the culture of our home to raise our kids well and to help them understand the gospel in an even deeper way
1: and like you said recognizing that it's like a gift and like why would we say no I'm good to this beautiful gift that God has given us
0: yeah totally you know um, it's it's such an interesting topic but uh, perhaps for another day (laughs) Um, cool well um, hope this was interesting for you guys if you're curious about more you guys can go to familyteams.com this is not an ad we're no way shape or form affiliated with them Um, apart from being huge fans, being a part of their community, learning from them. Um, but yeah, go check them out. They've got a couple of podcasts that I think you guys probably like if your dad's out there, specifically dad's building teams, and five minute fatherhood, um, are both family teams podcasts, um, and give little nuggets every single day for the five minutes and then, um, long form interviews for dad's building teams. Um, yeah, uh, you guys really enjoy it. anything that I forgot that would be no, helpful for them so. in terms of resources.
1: Um, the I, I think they're planning on doing another one of these next year, so you can always keep an eye out, like on their Instagram. They'll probably announce it on there. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, Chris is motioning at me, and, and I don't know if it's public yet. What? Cause they shared some information with us while we were there, but I don't think all of it's public yet. By the
0: time this comes out, it'll be public <laughs> okay. and pretty sure it's already live. Oh, um, okay. But to be safe, we're not going to tell any locations or any details, <laughs> but there are going to be three, um, three different family teams weekends next year in various spots all across the country. So, um, hopefully you guys can enjoy those. And, um, we're certainly going to be talking about more and, Um, sharing our journey uh, in regards to family teams and our tips and um, strategies about um, how it's helping our family and our marriage and so um, you guys will definitely be able to uh, pick our brains uh, from afar either way but highly recommend it and thought we'd share with you guys and um, thanks for
1: listening bye